the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Courageous Christianity, a public nonprofit ministry equipping Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield. The intersection of our faith and the world is a battlefield strewn with debris of a fallen world that challenges even the hardiest souls. And yet, this intersection is the context of our faith. As courageous Christian warriors, we must navigate this difficult terrain in our personal walk and as we seek to bring Christ to those who are lost and struggling. As a colonel in the Marine Corps Reserves with numerous combat deployments, Richard Mendelo has walked dangerous ground in peacetime and in war. Join us as he and his guests shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for courageous Christianity. And here's your host, Richard Mendelo. Friends, welcome and thank you for joining us on Courageous Christianity. Merry Christmas! It's such an honor to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with you all today to speak into your lives wherever you are. And here's what's coming to me right now. As many of you know, I'm a Jew who believes in Jesus. As such, I come to my faith from a slightly different perspective than some of you. In many ways, I come from the Old Testament looking forward rather than someone who was born with Christ in his or her family home and might look from the New Testament backwards. One's not better than the other, they're just different, and my point is simply to say that I am awed daily as I come to Jesus as most early Christians did. They were Jews to whom the truth of Scripture was revealed in Jesus with such clarity that they turned from the ways of their fathers and families to pursue him, and often at great personal peril. So please think about that. I wonder if we're able to fully appreciate this. I think in many respects, it's hard nowadays in America to fully grasp it because we live in such comfort and ease. And in some ways, that might cause us to take casually the cherished gift of our God in heaven who so agonizes over his lost children that he sent his son to die for us. So on this day, as we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, I am even more amazed than normal, if that's possible. God is just so faithful and so kind and forgiving, and despite his indomitable might, so tender. And what just came to me is Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 19, when the creator of the universe, that's the God, that's the all-powerful God of Abraham, he laments to the Israelites How gladly would I treat you like my children and give you a pleasant land, the most beautiful inheritance of any nation. 
I thought you would call me father and not turn away from following me. Does that not squeeze your heart? And so I think about Isaiah when the same all-powerful God says to Isaiah with such patience and tenderness, Come now, let us reason together. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be like wool. And friends, that and so much more is fulfilled in Jesus Christ, and today we celebrate his birth. Thank you, God. And there is nobody I would rather celebrate this day with than our guest, Pastor Aaron Thomas. Uh, Folks, you can't fully uh, explain this man. I look at him, I smile, I think about him, and I smile. His amazing heart enters the room well before he does, and when he does finally enter the room, his presence is like a hug from God, and he speaks such truth, and to have him on our show today is a beautiful gift. Pastor Aaron, welcome. Uh, Richard, hello, hello. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Merry Christmas to all your listeners. It is so great to be back here, because like we were talking before the show, I just love to be where God is working with people that are willing to do the work of God. And man, I I just want to say something. This is your 101st show. And as I was sharing with uh, your honey, Mrs. Mendelo, (laughs) I I was sharing like, that's God's favor on your faithfulness, man. And and I'm just so uh, happy to be here on Christmas on the day where we represent the greatest gift God gave to a mankind. And in uh, this show, which represents that and the giving that you do to your listeners, to us to enrich and fulfill our life and draw us closer to God, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's such a pleasure, friends. You hear what I'm talking about. This man is a well of love and joy and truth. And uniquely today, We're joined by and so grateful for my tremendous wingman and now my wife, Christy Mendelo, and she's calling in because she couldn't be in the studio with us. Christy, say hello. Well, hello. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas to everyone. And Pastor Aaron, just, oh my gosh, what a delight it is to have you with us. I wish I was in the studio with you all, but I want to just say, um, I'm so glad I can still be here. Uh, technology works to the point where I can call in Amen. and say Merry Christmas to you both, to Mike, our wonderful producer, and to all of our amazing listeners. Merry, Merry Christmas. That is perfect. Friends, before we begin, I must remind you that as a colonel still serving in the Marine Corps Reserves, I have to preface my comments by saying that these are my personal views and they do not necessarily represent the Department of Defense or the Department of the Navy. And I will ask Pastor Aaron to pray for us. Father God, as we uh, sit here to just talk and chop it up, as I like to say, about you, about your love, about our Lord and Savior Jesus, Lord, we ask that you open up the hearts, the minds, Uh, the ears of those that will hear uh, the show, that will uh, download the podcast, and that you bless them abundantly. As we celebrate this Christmas day with them and them with us, Lord, we all know that we get to celebrate it with you watching over us, a Father who sits high and looks low. Lord, so have your way in our heart and mind. Have your way in what we say uh, today, that it may impact the kingdom of God, and that people may know that God so loves the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That is a beautiful prayer. I love 
<laughs> he sits high and looks low. Friends, you know, one of the things the devil does is he tells us we're too ugly and we're too this and we're too that and we can't be this and we're the exact people who God came so far to find and we're the people for whom he sacrificed his son. And on this day as he watched his son descend into this world to come for us, how overwhelming is that? So, just your thoughts, Pastor Aaron, on this day. What's in your heart? Wow. Um, joy. Love. Uh, so thankful. You know, um, the truth about my life and, and, and this journey with God is I didn't always have God. I didn't, I didn't receive the, the gift of Jesus. And, and, and I, you quoted Isaiah, uh, one where he says, let us reason together, right? And, and the Bible tells us that we all have sinned and uh, fallen short of the glory of God. Yet God wanted to reason with us to give us a direction and correction to make this relationship right with him. He loved us so much, right, that thousands of years, I tell people Genesis 1 through 3, the whole Bible. And the minute we messed up, God made up a way for us to be reconciled and made right with him. And it was the birth of his son. Him coming down to be Emmanuel, God with us. When I think about Christmas, I tell people, I, I grew up in a family where we didn't celebrate Christmas. And, and, you, and you might come from that type of family. I grew up. Well, yeah, with, I'm Jewish. So we... <laughs> <laughs> Hanukkah. Yeah, amen. Praise the Lord. And, 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 and for the listeners, and I, and I grew up with, I, I grew up in a family, one that didn't ce- celebrate Christmas because of a cult religion. I also grew up in a family where it wouldn't have been easy to celebrate uh, Christmas because we didn't have, right? But the greatest gift uh, about Christmas is Jesus Christ. And when I came to know about that gift, that birth, you know, in the book of Luke, it says uh, that he was born a savior, Messiah and Lord. And when I think about those three things, he saved me. He made me right with God and he rules and watches over me with such great tenderness and love. Woo! Yeah. And, and, you know, we say Lord and Savior and we say it specifically in that order. And it's so important to me, especially as a Marine, because you get nothing from the Marine Corps, from the ethics of being a warrior until you submit yourself, until you walk into the recruiter's office and you say, do with me what you will. And so we say Lord before Savior, because first we must be in a place where we give up ourselves and we say, Do with me what you will, Lord. Let me serve you. And then he says, I will absolve you and I will restore you so that you can serve. Scripture says he equips us for works of service. And so it's an amazing gift and it also conveys responsibility. But none of that happens until we submit to him as Lord. Right. And receive that gift. And that, and, 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 and that's a free gift. And it, the beauty of God and, and Christmas, he doesn't force you to accept it. Right. He presents it in a loving way. You, Jesus came as a baby. Who can't accept and love a baby? Yeah, that's why I love that <laughs> Isaiah quote, because God prepares this big giant banquet table. And I grew up in South Africa. And so... Uh, there's some different speech ways that my parents would say and my uncles and stuff. And 
And I have this one uncle, this great big guy, and he was very accomplished in his life. And he always spoke to me so gently. And he would say, come boy, come sit with me. Tell me about your day. Tell me what's going on. And so when I think about that Isaiah line, come on, come, let us reason together. And it's just like, whoa, this is the creator of the universe. This is God. And he says, come here, buddy, come sit with me. Let's talk about this. I know you feel terrible because of all of this mess that you've made and you've made this mess, but I love you and, and not to worry, I'm going to help you and I'm going to restore you. And to me, it's overwhelming. And when I first, you know, there's some scriptures that we dwell on. Do you have a scripture that you like, you just keep going back Back to to it it. and you read these words and you say, okay, is this, can this really be? And he says, come, let us reason together. So whether you're in a powerful place in Christ and whether you're really feeling strength from this day and the birth of our Savior, or maybe you're in a hurt place and you're not sure and things seem hard and it's all hard to believe, or maybe you don't even totally know Jesus, whatever the case, I don't want you to hear it through religion, as Pastor Aaron alluded to. I just want you to hear it through the amazing power of the creator of the universe saying to each and every one of us, come to me, come, come sit with me. I know you feel bad about this and I know this is hard and maybe you're struggling with this, but I've got you and put your cares on me and I will restore you and I will make you whole and you will be a warrior and you will serve me and I will be your God. Stay with us, friends. We're coming back. Hello, everyone. This is Christy Stratton. As you may know, I'm host Richard Mendelow's wingman. You might wonder what a wingman is. Here on Courageous Christianity, it means I'm here to support the host of the show in our efforts to accomplish our mission. That mission is to equip Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield. And we need your help to do that. Your tax-deductible support is what keeps us on the air and sustains our ongoing efforts. Courageous Christianity is a public nonprofit ministry. If you'd like to support our mission in this ministry, you can do so by texting any amount to 281-800-4940. That's 281-800-4940. And for a donation of $25 or more, we will send you a signed copy of Richard's book, Right Makes Might, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity. You will absolutely love this devotional, and it will help you to become more equipped in your walk as a courageous Christian. If texting isn't a fit for you, you can also donate by going to CourageousChristianity.today. So text to donate to 281-800-4940 or go to CourageousChristianity.today. Friends, thank you. We are so very grateful for your listenership and for your support. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you, Mike. He did not tell me he was going to play us back in with some Christmas (laughs) music. And there's a Christmas song that's been on my head, which I'll get to later. But friends, in the last segment, when I said to Pastor Aaron, is there a scripture that uh, you go back to time and again? And at the break, he said, yes. So I'm going to ask him to tell us about that scripture. Well, no, it's just uh, tying into I was listening to you and and the image that you gave in my heart and mind was so vivid uh, 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 of um, God calling uh, you and saying, here, sit with me. Let's reason. You were this sinner sins red as crimson i'm gonna wash you white as snow god god's saying come here 
Let me reveal to you. Watch this. God calls you. You come. Willingly. He gives you the choice. Come. And you come. And then he reveals to you what was, what is, and what shall be. He says, I'm going to. And, and it brought me to my scripture of Philippians 1, 6, where it says, he that began a good work in you will continue it until the day of Jesus Christ. God is working. And, and then you brought up a great point. Even before that, God has allowed our lives to reveal our need for him. Right. God has allowed the mistakes, the sin, the hurt, the heartache, the heartbreak, the disappointment, the bad Christmas, the good Christmas, the no Christmas to lead us to him so that we could have Christmas every day. Woo! Yeah. Amen. That is so powerful because I think it's a real thing where people feel like, okay, those Christian people, they, you know, they got it going on and they're like this and me, I'm like this, but friends, we, all of us are sinners. We are the people he came for. He didn't come for those who were high and mighty and were so self-reliant and self-righteous and so uh, glib and so full of themselves in the law of Moses, practicing it on a daily basis, but absent the heart of Christ and the tenderness of God. He came for us who are messed up. Broken. Broken. Right. And, and uh, so... Let's agree right now, beginning of segment two, that nobody out there is too much of a mess. There's nothing you've done that he can't fix. There's no dirt on you that he can't wash away. And on this day, as we celebrate the birth of his son, Jesus, who came to restore us, to, to, to clean us up, right. that we're going to focus forward. We're going to be in this moment. I often say the reason why the rearview mirror is so small compared to the windshield is because we're only supposed to glance into it and look backwards once or twice. For the most part, we should be focused forward. If you spend your time in the rearview mirror, you're just going to have another crash. So we're focused forward. We glance up in the rearview mirror to say maybe once in a while, I was this, but now look what he's done with me. Right. And then you go forward in the power of the creator of the universe. Amen. And, and and that's exactly what I'm saying is like this. When you we get away from the muck, the yuck, the the darkness, right? Like you said, there there there's no depth too low for God to reach. He sits and, high and looks low. Looks I low. love that. And he and, and, and he says and David says, Where can I go that you will not be there? I like I can go to the deepest, darkest pit. That's where some of us came out of. And he comes down, he says, and I'll be right there. And I'll give you light to bring you up out of it, right? And I'll clean you up when he get, gets out of it. Uh, Psalms 40 is one of my verses that God uh, reached down into the muck and mire. And he pulled me up. He heard me cry, right? I didn't always have Christmas. I didn't always enjoy Christmas. And I think about the people who are struggling because of Christmas and what the world has made it look like, right? And, and, and it's about these gifts and presents and trees and turkeys and and families and getting together. No, 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 no. It's not. Christmas is about on that day when the angels came and told the shepherds, unto you, a savior is born. A, a king is coming, right? The gift for everybody. God looked at those who knew him, those who didn't know him, and those that will come to know him, and he gave them all one gift. And it was Jesus Christ. Woo! Come on, Richard. <laughs> Amen. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, folks, I have to make an admission on the air. I went yesterday to the Woodlands Mall to pick up Christie's present uh, for Christmas. And 
It was such an insane zoo. Christy, I'm sorry, but I said, Lord, I can't do this. And I got back on the freeway and I left. So I'll do better next time. But for me... No, no. It's not about... It's so not about gifts. It's, uh, and, and by the way, I have one of the most amazing gifts in you and our marriage. So thank Amen. you, God, for that. Uh, Amen. But it's thank so you. not about gifts. Yeah. It's, it's so... I, I was listening to you guys, and I was just thinking about my path to our Lord and Savior. And that pit, Pastor Aaron, mm-hmm. man, I was there. And I know that there are people who are there. I work with people considering in the middle of and coming out of divorce and what a pit to be in. But this is where you can find Christ. That's where I found Christ. And I think him every, well, maybe not every day, that's not honest. But when I think about it, I thank him for that path because I, I wouldn't, he wouldn't have, I wouldn't be with him the way that I am if I had not been through all that. And so I thank him for that path and to bring him, Bring me to him. That is the greatest gift in the entire world. Life begins with the birth of Christ. And you make a very good point. And friends, I hope you hear this. Only when we come to the end of ourselves are we then ready to seek God. And until we come to the end of ourselves, we're still in ourselves. And it's in ourselves and our flesh that the devil does his work. So if you think about Jesus' time and the self-righteousness of the temple and the Pharisees and the Sadducees arguing over, when I go to heaven, will will my wife be there? And what do you mean, unless a man is born again, I got to get back in my mother's womb? I mean, these dudes, for all of their thinking and studying, they were lost in the sauce, as we say in the Marine Corps. They missed the heart of Jesus. And um, Psalm 145, verse 18 says this, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. And so the first word of Jesus' ministry was repent. And it's only when we come to him in the truth of our insignificance and in the truth of our failure and the truth of our regret that we truly can seek him in the truth and repent, knowing that we're at the end of ourselves and calling on him through his son Jesus to clean us up, make us right, and and allow us to go forth and find others. Because keep in mind, this whole thing, it's, it's not about us. It's about the good that we can do. Somebody doesn't join the Marine Corps and go through boot camp so that they can be a Marine. They do it so that they can serve the Marine Corps and their nation's missions. And so in this very uh, entitled narcissistic world that we live in, sometimes it's very easy for us, even as Christians, to get the idea that this is about me. Well, it is about you to the extent that God will restore you so that you can serve him. Amen. Restore you back to the way that he created you in his image and likeness to glorify him. Right. That's right. That, that's the gift of what he does. He takes us back. Forgiveness is taking someone back to the original standing that they had in your life, holding no account to what they've done against you so that your relationship can grow forward the way it was intended to. And that's what the gift of Jesus does when he comes up and cleans you. He says, I take you back to that day of perfection, right? Amen. <laughs> and, and first, you've got to come to him in the truth. You've got to say, Lord, I am a filthy sinner. I am this, I'm that, I'm the next thing, but it's not who I want to be tomorrow. 
And so help me get from yesterday to tomorrow, Lord, where I can serve you. Because imagine this. Everything in our lives that has been a struggle, that has been a trouble, is the potential we have tomorrow to talk to people who are in that same place. Example, I didn't want to get divorced after 22 years of marriage. As a Marine, I felt like it was a massive mission failure as a father, as a husband, as a son of God, speaking to people about his word. To stand in the glare of that failure is very difficult, and yet it is there that I can talk to other men who are struggling in marriage. So could I ever throw away that very difficult, probably worst time in my life to include all the times I've been to combat? No, I can't, because God is using that to allow me to come to men who are struggling, who are having trouble, and to speak the truth to them and say, we've got this, God has this, this is what he means for marriage, this is how we serve as men and leaders and husbands and fathers, and we can all do better. Richard, what I just heard was the gift of God taking what the devil has meant for evil Amen. and turning it towards for his good. Right. You I've been on your show have shared the struggle and the hardship and the heartache that I've gone through in my life. And that very thing, I get to look at the gift, the redemption work of Jesus Christ in my life, in my soul, redeeming everything. And I get to share that with a man. Yeah. Uh, guess what? If boot camp were hard, if boot camp were not hard, it wouldn't be boot camp. And if boot camp were not hard, you wouldn't take these random, ordinary high school kids and turn them into elite warriors. And so if we didn't experience trouble, if God didn't allow us to uh, come to him organically, even in our sin, even in our mess, we wouldn't be able to serve him with the same power. And so this message, uh, my devotional a couple days ago, I'm reading the Billy Graham uh, devotional, Hope for Each Day. And he says, I never come to Christmas without thinking of the thousands of people who are lonely and troubled at this time of year. I've had psychiatrists tell me their schedules are overloaded with people who find the Christmas season almost more than they can bear because of their loneliness and isolation. Christmas is God's reminder that we are not alone. God revealed in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus a reconciling love that rescues us from separation and loneliness. We are not alone. God has come down from heaven to tell us he loves us. Amen. How about that? That is beautiful. And that's the gift of Christmas. God coming down, the Bible says, right, he became flesh and dwelt among us. He gave us that gift uh, of Jesus that we all might receive it and become sons and daughters, family to a king. And when you get that, woo! When you yeah. The song that's been stuck in my head, the Christmas song that's been stuck in my head the last uh, day is, God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing ye dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save the world from Satan's power when we had gone astray. So friends, we've all gone astray. Those who don't think they've gone astray simply don't understand the righteousness of God. And it's as we have gone astray that he finds us through his son Jesus and restores us to him and all the good that we can do. Stay with us. We'll be back shortly. They fought for our freedom and made sacrifices most of us can't imagine. And now... Our veterans need your help. 
Hi friends, I'm Christy Stratton, Richard Mindelow's wingman here on Courageous Christianity. You've possibly heard us talking about Freedom Alliance on the show. It's an organization near and dear to our hearts. Freedom Alliance is healing the wounds of war, including the devastating emotional injuries that cause veterans to reject God's love. Freedom Alliance is saving lives in military marriages. They rehabilitate wounded heroes, donate customized wheelchairs to amputees, and provide college scholarships to the sons and daughters of military heroes. I hope you'll join us in supporting our combat veterans by donating to Freedom Alliance today. I urge you to visit freedomalliance.org to learn more about their mission. We at Courageous Christianity know the team at Freedom Alliance, and we've seen them do the Lord's work. They are committed to helping ordinary Americans who've done extraordinary things. Please go to freedomalliance.org to make a contribution that will change a hero's life. Friends, for almost 18 months, Christy Stratton has been my wingman on Courageous Christianity. To our message of courageous faith, she adds her invaluable perspective as a transformational coach. She's the walking embodiment of courage and compassion, and she brings us to bear on those going through divorce in her own show, The Divorce Coaching Hour, which airs Saturdays from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 KKHT The Word. For those who are struggling in their marriages, she brings hope with guests who speak to the myriad counseling options available. For those who are going through divorce, she offers invaluable technical and behavioral assistance. And for those who are coming out of divorce, she delivers a unique perspective on the opportunity for growth and change. If you are, or a friend or family member is, struggling in a marriage, contemplating or going through divorce, you need a wingman. You will want to tune in each Saturday to hear from Christy and her guests. One thing is for sure, as I have learned over the last 72 shows on Courageous Christianity, you can count on Christy for truth, for a faith-based perspective, for compassion, and for insightful guidance. Tune in each Saturday. She'll be there for you as well. Don't miss the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton every Saturday at 1 p.m. on 100.7 FM, KKHT, The Word. Amen, friends. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. God bless each and every one of you. You're listening to Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendelow, and I'm here with Pastor Aaron Thomas and my stalwart wingman and newly minted wife is calling in. <laughs> and we are talking about the joy of Christ on this day and how each and every one of us needed to know his restoration. Uh, before I forget, Pastor Aaron has a ministry, and as you plan your end of your giving, if there's a way that you want to reach out at the end of this year, I ask you to consider peaceoutreachministry.org, where you can give, courageouschristianity.today, I was in a terrible place after one of my deployments to Afghanistan, and I came home, and I was struggling along. And God said to me, concern yourself with the needs of others, and your needs will be met. Amen. And I didn't fully understand that at the time, but now in ministry, I do understand it a little better. And basically, if you are looking at a forest and you press your face up against one tree, that tree seems incredibly huge. 
But if you back up, that tree gets smaller and you start to see the rest of the forest. And so as we stare at ourselves and our problems, looking in the mirror, thinking about how we fall short, listening to the devil, whispering in our ear, things seem overwhelming, the tree seems huge. But as we back away and we realize that we are children of God, created specially in boot camp, in the wilderness of this world, just like the Jews awaiting the promised land, he will find us. He will find us through his son, Jesus. That tree will get smaller. And as we concern ourselves with the needs of others and the good that we can do in his name, we will find peace and happiness. And so if you choose to contribute, I ask you to consider peaceoutreachministry.org or courageouschristianity.today. It's so important for all of us to know about God's relentless love. So Pastor Aaron... You said some things at the break, and friends, you have to keep uh, a lid on Pastor Aaron because otherwise he says everything, but guess what? There's just more. There's always more. If you open up that <laughs> that book, there's it's a 66 love letter book that he uh, wrote to us, and, and that's part of the gift. And, and, and it's not just a book. If you approach it as just a book, you miss it. It's the living, breathing word of God. It's Jesus on paper, the Logos word. Yeah, and people think that this is like stale, old, yeah, whatever. Why do I have to read about the Philistines and the Amorites and all of this stuff? But could I just interject at this time? Example, the story of King Josiah, eight-year-old king. His father before him was uh, not a good dude. His son after him was not a good guy. But 2 Kings chapter 22 tells us, a story about him. And you can think the Bible is this old crumbly book, but this story is so relevant today. And what happened was they were remodeling the temple. It had fallen into disrepair. King Josiah very much wanted to bring the the nation into righteousness. And so he says, restore the temple. And as they were doing it, they found a book of the law that had been lost. And as King Josiah had this book read to him, He tore his clothes and he repented because there was a lot in there that pointed their fingers at the Israelites. And he said, uh, we have to turn from our evil. And basically there are five steps that I took out of this story. So this is just me on a layover somewhere in my quiet time reading this Bible that's thousands of years old, which a lot of people think doesn't pertain. And I got such amazing relevance from it because the first thing he did was read the law, read the book. The second thing he did was realize that he was wrong and repent. And then he had the Bible read to all of the people. And the next step that they did was to get rid of everything evil in the kingdom. And then as they were doing that, they found the bones of this prophet. And they said, wow, this is good. We must protect what is good. And then finally, they celebrated and rejoiced in the Passover. And so five steps right there to turning things around. You come to God in honesty. You repent. You read the Bible. You get evil out of your life. You protect the things about you that is good because don't forget you're fearfully and wonderfully made and he made you for a time such as this. And finally, you rejoice. You rejoice in the fact that you are in boot camp. You've been recruited into the United States Marines And it's going to be hard, but when you are changed at the end of it, you will be able to serve your nation's missions, and we are able to serve our God, but it's because we attend that boot camp. So if you're in struggle, if you're in trouble, if family is wearing you out, 
Yeah, family is hard, right? Ooh. <laughs> Don't forget, Jesus said, my mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and obey. And that's where it starts. But first and foremost, in the humility of your repentance, which says I'm at the end of myself, and Lord, let me sit with you, let me come to you, and let me reason with you to understand what your plans are for me. Man, look at all the butter on that biscuit, baby. That was good (laughs) eating right there. I don't know if y'all caught everything that he said, so you definitely got to go back uh, to the podcast and hear this over and over again because that's it when he... the. Man, the way you took the account of King Josiah and the remodeling of the temple, guess what? That's what Jesus, the gift of Jesus does for us. We're the temple of God and God gives us a remodel, a reboot. He, 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 he gives us what we need. And, and the Bible is when, when he found the law, right? he was like, this is how you live the good life. Well, didn't that happen for you when you found the law, when, when you found the Bible, when you found the word of God and the, and, and the, not just the word of God, the God of the word. See, it the kind heart of, of God yeah, in the word. It, it comes together, and he and he works in you. And that's and and just taking the account that you get. This man said, "Look, we're remodeling the temple. However, when we get in the temple, we need to have the good stuff in the temple. And that's what this word is—the good stuff. And that's what gets inside of us, and it starts to uh, emu- uh, come outside of us. You know, you talk about the Old Testament and like how people look at the Bible." And they don't understand all the Bible is a story of the battles we face. We face our own Philistines. We go to war against our own Philistines, our own giants. We're in a battle against demons and darkness. We are in a battlefield, right? And what, like, I love the analogy that you use, and I understand it, uh, Colonel. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But, and, and the greatest battle we is with ourselves, our own flesh. And like you say, God has to break us down. To the bare bones. I know that's what boot camp comes. They, they tear a man all the way down and build him in, up into the soldier, the warrior, the Marine that he needs to be for the battle that he's facing. And that's what God comes to do. He come, He says, look, you're going to face your own Philistines, your own giants, your own demons, your own darkness, and your own devil. Yeah, isn't that a crazy thing? He has his eye on you while you are yet a sinner. And while we Ooh. were yet sinners... He gave his son for us. The gift. It's so insane because what that says to all of us, each and every one of us, you're not supposed to wait to be clean before you decide to come to Christ. It is in your filth that he lifts you up and restores you. So wherever you are right now, in your car, in your house, at the end of yourself, it does not matter. You're the very person he came to find in your current state. And he's going to say to you, submit to me in the truth of the word. And when you're willing to do that, I will make you a new man in Christ, a new woman in Christ. And there you will find your potential. And one day you will be testifying to people about the very mess you're so ashamed of right now. And that is a crazy thing. Because keep in mind, the very second Adam and Eve sinned, they hid from God. So when we get twisted, we hide from God. But the truth is, one day after we truly know Christ, we're standing up there at the pulpit testifying before the world about the stuff that a couple years back we were hiding from. Right, because God's washed us and cleansed us. You, I can't, you keep going back to what you said in Isaiah. Come, let us reason Come together. To me. You said he wants us now. The gift is given to you while you're in sin. Right? Why, right? why you're filthy, why you're dirty. He says, come, let, let's, let, let's reason. 
your sins are red as scarlet. That's the reddest red, y'all. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't get and, much red. And he goes, and but I don't care. Because I, with the gift of Christ, can wash you white as snow. Here's the free, that's what Christmas is about, this gift. Yeah, but the nutty thing is, is the dude or dudette, I guess I said. <laughs> yeah, that works. The person who is not aware of their filth, that person is not ready for the Lord. It is when we are aware of his amazing righteousness and our filth, and when we're willing to be honest, that we can then, because keep in mind, if he said, come to me, uh, let us reason together, though your sins are like scarlet. If you're the guy saying, the, uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm good. I'm kind of like Morgan Freeman and uh, whatever. The, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Well, then what can he do with you? So the irony is it's in the submission and that takes us back to the truth. The truth. And the beauty of what you're saying is he calls you out of darkness, but he reveals to you that you're in the darkness. Yes. And he's got to let you be subjected to stuff. Right. That's part of the gift of, of Christ coming in to reveal to us our sin. Okay. Okay. So, uh, oh, the last step, King Josiah did, which might sound very strange to a lot of you as he restored the nation. His father had been a mess. And this is important because a lot of us come from messy families. Mm. And his son was a mess. And that's sad. But it doesn't change the fact that the first thing he did in the glare of the truth, as they found this book of the law, which each of us can find each day as we open our Bible was to repent. And then he went through the process where he actually did the work of ridding his life of evil and protecting what is good and finally rejoicing. And this is the day, Christmas Day. We are rejoicing. And I love Philippians 4, verses 4 and 5, which say, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. So, friends, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen, Jesus. Come back for the final segment. Of the plans that you made. Friends, it's Richard, the host of Courageous Christianity. In addition to donations, sponsorships also help to keep us on the air and sustain our ongoing efforts. We'd love for you to join us in this mission. If you own a Christian business or an entrepreneur, or it's on your heart to support our efforts, Sponsorship opportunities are available. You'll have the chance to have your message heard during each show and much more. If you want to join us in our mission to equip Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield and support us with your sponsorship, contact us at 281-656-1833 or email us at CourageousChristianity at gmail.com. Contact us today to apply as there are some requirements. So give us a call at 281-656-1833 or email us at CourageousChristianity at gmail.com. We're grateful for your listenership and for your support. Friends, welcome back to Courageous Christianity. Our amazing producer, Mike, is just uh, weaving all of these beautiful carols and Christmas songs into this conversation we're having with Pastor Aaron about the joy of Christmas, the amazing opportunity that we have in Christ. 
And we've talked a lot about those of us who are in a mess and we came to Jesus to know the righteousness of God as he cleaned us up and turned our scarlet sins to white. But I'd like to call on some of us out there who are thinking we're good. And when we think we're good, I think we can sometimes miss the point. Because remember, Paul said it's in his weakness that he knows the strength of God. And so last week, we were talking about a quote from Soren Kierkegaard, who lived in the 1800s, and he said, very importantly, we can be admirers of Jesus or we can be followers. And there's a massive difference, and unless we're totally aware of our sin, even if we're awesome people, next to the righteousness of God, we're still a mess. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important that we are not admirers of Jesus as we think more of ourselves than we ought, which the Bible says we should not do. If we are admirers of Jesus, nothing about our lives changes. If we are followers, on the other hand, nothing about our lives can stay the same. And so on this amazing day, this day of joy and truth, we have to realize that in our weakness, we are made strong through the restoration of Christ who came to us on this day. And in Jesus' birth, God put us each and all to a decision. And so I'm not trying to be heavy about it, but here's the decision. You can be an admirer and not be changed, thinking you got it going on, or you can be a follower and be changed, in which case you're my people and all of the good that you can do opens up before you. Jesus left us no option. There's no in-between. What do you think about that, Pastor Aaron? Wow. First, um, there is, that is such truth. And I like the way you started that. You, those of us that think we're good. I'm going to just touch on that real quick. First of all, Jesus said there's none good, no, not one. Right. He was talking to a rich man who proceeded, even after Jesus said that, to give his resume of his goodness. And then Jesus said, OK, I want you to do something. If you're that good, go ahead and sell everything. And anyway, in the story, the man found out that he wasn't as good as he thought he was. And that's the case with uh, uh, some listener out there. Somebody's listening. going, no, but I'm good. I'm all right. And all I want to do is uh, put this before you and all your goodness and all that you think that you're good. Have you ever disappointed yourself in your good? Have you ever been not good according to you? Have you ever done against your good according to you? And if you can say yes to one of those questions, then you're no good. You're just good uh, compared to man. But compared to a loving, all-powerful, holy, holy God, you're no good. But that's the goodness of God and the gift that he gives you, he's saying, receive and believe in Jesus, and I will impute righteousness upon you that makes you good in the eyes of God. Amen. Amen. Uh, It's in that power, in that truth, uh, that we are submitted, and that's why he's Lord and Savior. First, you have to come before the Lord of God's kingdom and take a knee just like you're a knight in medieval times, and you say, I am not what I should be. I am seeking service in your kingdom as a restored man. Please restore me as a restored woman. Please help me to be what I should be. And then he 
takes the big sword out and he touches it on your shoulders, just like, uh, you know, King Arthur kind of times. Amen. And then he is our Lord with that sword. He uh, restores us and we are knighted as leaders and we come to him. And that sword is the sword of truth. It's the Bible. It's the word. There's no way to get that if we're still living in bits and pieces of dishonesty. And so I'm going to hold up Psalm 145 for all of you because we mentioned verses 13 and 14 for those who are hurting. And if you're in a season of strength, Psalm 145 is still for you because God speaks to all of those when he said the Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, rich in love. The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all he does. The Lord upholds all who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. So we know that pride comes before the fall. So if we're in a little bit of a prideful place, we're going to fall. And scripture says, he lifts you up. And if you're down, not thinking that you're the person you're supposed to be in the truth and the repentance, then he lifts you up. So Psalm 145, and one more note, if you don't really know Jesus, and if you don't really know the power of his love, Psalm 145 is still for you, and I'm going to go back to uh, verse 8. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, rich in love, so he is still for you and you are still for him. Amen. Pastor Aaron, final thoughts. I just want everyone to know that Christmas is for everyone. It's not about the stores, the gifts. It's not even about our families. It's about our Christ, our Savior. Receive and believe in that gift, and you will have the joy of Christmas, and you'll be able to rejoice in the Lord. Amen. Thank you, brother. Uh, Friends, that's the truth, and it brings us to our moment of truth. In every show, we have a moment of truth because the Bible is our heart. It's the heart of our faith. It's the truth. It's the sword, and we start in all things there. It is our refuge. It's always relevant, and it never fails. And today, the moment of truth comes from the book of John, chapter 3, verse 16. We all know it, and today we celebrate it. Please say it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Friends, Merry Christmas. May God bless you one and all. If you're struggling, you're in our prayers. If you're in a season of strength, there's somebody out there who needs your prayers. We pray that the abundant love of Christ guide you into peace and abundant life as only he can. And may your joy be evident to all. And that is Courageous Christianity. Pastor Aaron, thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me and Merry Christmas. God bless you. Thank you, sir. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Friends, before Chad Strader sings us out with his beautiful rendition of What a Friend We Have in Jesus, let me just say thanks for joining Christy and me today. We hope you'll join us each and every week here on 100.7 KKHT, the word, at kkht.com or on CourageousChristianity.today or your favorite podcast app where you can listen to previous episodes. From all of us here at Courageous Christianity, we wish you a Merry Christmas. 
We're honored to walk with you in Christ. God bless and Semper Fi. What a friend we have in Jesus All our sins and griefs to bear What a privilege to carry Everything to God in prayer What a peace we often forfeit Oh, what needless pain we bear Not because we do not carry Everything to God in prayer Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful Who will all our sorrow share Jesus knows our every weakness Take it to the Lord in prayer Are we weak and heavy laden Cumbered with the Lord of care Precious Savior still our refuge Take it to the Lord in prayer Do thy friends despise, forsake thee? Take it to the Lord in prayer. In his arms he'll take and shield thee. Thou wilt find a solace there. In his arms he'll take and shield thee Thou wilt find a solace there
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.